This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey there, welcome to The Tent. I'm your host, Scott Fellman, and it's time for yet another journey into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. You know, as I ease back into the world of tannin and botanical method aquariums after my sort of forced psychological sabbatical, I think it's important for me to hit upon some of the foundational philosophies, the ideas and truths that form the basis of our approach yet again. As I've reiterated time and time again lately, upon my return from this sabbatical, I noticed a creeping, sort of slowly evolving, I don't know, there's no way to sugarcoat it, a dumbing down of what we do placing a higher emphasis on aesthetics than function in the popular social media. Just too many hobbyists have worked too hard for too long to research, understand, and develop this approach to allow it to become just a style of aquascaping or to simply lose sight of what really drives these types of aquariums. Nature. Not goofy-sounding botanicals, influencers, super entertaining YouTube videos, not even our brand or the brands of my industry friends. We get that. You need to as well. Although I'm the first person to tell you to enjoy the hobby how you want to, I'm also going to give you the first guy to give you the metaphorical whack upside the head when the hobby needs it. As long as I'm cognitively functional and breathing, I'll continue to push out the, whatever they call it in the social media world, the boring stuff is required to keep this a methodology, not a TikTok trend or a meme or some otherwise bubbly social media splash. Yeah, I sort of pledged to myself a while back that for every one of these dumbed down exercises and vapidity, which I encounter on social media, I'm going to counter with something deeper, more informative and more instructive. So based on the current state of things, I'll be really fucking busy for the foreseeable future because there's a lot of stupid shit out there. Let's just be perfectly honest with you. Now, there's a lot of good stuff too, but there's a lot of stupid stuff out there. And honestly, the hobby doesn't have to be childish, vapid and trend mongering or cutesy to be fascinating and fun. It never did and it doesn't have to be now. Nor does it need to be boring, snobby, or exclusive to be fun and cool. There is a middle ground between some of the garbage that prevails in the hobby on social media right now and the boring stereotype of a bunch of old-timers sitting around chugging beers, lamenting about how the hobby used to be so cool when everybody had to build their own tanks and collect their own Daphnia and culture their own tube effects worms or whatever. I think the recent audience numbers of this podcast bear this out. There's, they're growing. I'm surprised. There seems to be a hunger for more fundamental, deeper information on botanical method aquariums. And that's really encouraging to me. At its core, what we do is about ecology, or rather the development of an ecological system within our aquariums. The development of an ecology based on botanical materials is foundational to the successful function of our aquariums, even if it looks a bit unusual to many people. If we embark on a botanical method aquarium journey with the mindset that we're helping to encourage the development of an ecological system in our tank, not just a cool aquascape, the whole thing is that much better. And guess what? When you work with nature to foster this type of an ecosystem, the cool aesthetics, they almost invariably follow. 
There's something truly remarkable about natural processes playing out in our own aquariums, just as they haven't done, you know, for eons in the wild. Remember, it's all part of the game with botanical-influenced aquariums. Understanding, accepting, and celebrating the process of an ecological system sorting itself out in our tanks is all part of the mental shift towards accepting and appreciating a more truly natural-functioning and natural-looking aquarium. The price of admission, if you will, along with the tinted water, the decomposing leaves, all that stuff, the, the metaphorical dues that you pay, which ultimately go hand in hand with the envious oohs and ahs of other hobbyists who admire your established botanical method aquarium when they see it for the first time. We ask everybody who plays in this botanical method world to be open-minded about accepting all sorts of unusual things, things which in our previous hobby experience freaked us out to no end. It's a lot to ask, I'm sure. I mean, the idea of embracing an aquarium which looks and functions in a manner which is essentially contrary to virtually everything you've been taught to believe coming up in the hobby requires a certain leap of faith, doesn't it? Yeah, it's about aesthetics, but it's more about the beautiful function of botanical materials and soils which influence the chemical environment of the aquarium just as they do in nature. There are aesthetic factors that you need to embrace to really appreciate what we do. They require fundamental shifts in our thinking about what's cool and what's acceptable in the aquarium hobby. I get it. Of all the mental shifts asked of those who play in this arena, accepting the formation of biofilms and fungal growths is likely the biggest ask of all. Their appearance, although indicative of a properly functioning ecosystem, simply looks like something that we as hobbyists should loathe automatically. And this is a completely natural occurrence, bacteria and other microorganisms taking advantage of a perfect substrate upon which to grow and reproduce, just like in the wild. Freshly added botanicals offer a sort of a mother load of organic material for these biofilms to propagate, and that's occasionally what happens, just like in nature. Biofilms on decomposing leaves are pretty much the foundation for the food webs in the rivers and streams throughout the world. They're of fundamental importance to aquatic life. Fungi tend to colonize wood and botanical materials because they offer them a lot of surface area to thrive and live out their life cycle. And cellulose, hemocellulose, and lignin, the major components of wood and botanical materials, are degraded by fungi, which possess enzymes that can digest these materials. Fungi are regarded by biologists to be the dominant organisms associated with decaying leaves and streams, so this gives you some idea as to why we see them in our aquariums, right? Yeah, it does. In our aquarium work, we see fungal colonization in wood and leaves all the time. Most hobbyists will look on in just sheer horror if they saw an extensive amount of fungal growth on their carefully selected, artistically arranged wood pieces, yet it's one of the most common, elegant, and beneficial processes that occurs in nature. When we start one of these types of aquariums, I think it's important that we go in with the understanding that nature gets to do a lot of the work if we let her. Let me finish by clarifying a few things. Um... I suppose my attack on vapidity sounds judgmental, kind of hard, egotistical, and perhaps envious to some people. Lest you think that it is, I beg to differ with you. Rather, I think it's just really important to have a greater understanding than our current state of culture seems to deem necessary. You're not too damn busy to learn more about the hobby that you love. You just aren't. I, I, don't, I don't buy that. You're not intellectually incapable. You're not supposed to be a PhD or held to dogmatic thinking. Even mine, it's supposed to be fun. However, you, me, everyone, everyone who barks in the hobby, we all have a responsibility to the hobby, to the fishes that we love, and to nature herself. A responsibility to take care of each other, to take care of the hobby, and to help nurture the natural world. And that starts with understanding that 
you know, about what we do on a deeper level than just a few dozen characters, a meme, or a cute, flashy video short can ever help to convey. From a hobby culture standpoint, we need to have a good understanding of what we talk about. And we need to ditch the pretentiousness as well. No one owns the damn title of botanical method aquarium characteristics or expert on this or whatever. It's not about that. I'm not trying to recapture some intellectual high ground or whatever. But I am trying to contradict some of the the crap that I see going on out there. I'm not going to let our hobby segment deteriorate. Sure, some people might understand more about specific topics than others do. But their obligation at the point is to share, to encourage, and mentor others, not to be a pretentious, loudmouth bully. And I hope I'm not coming across that way because my goal is to share, encourage, and mentor you. That's what I've been doing for the last, oh, about almost coming up on nine years now. And not to keep dumbing stuff down in the belief that doing so will reach a wider audience. I don't want to reach a wider audience if that's what's going to happen because the aquarium hobby doesn't need stupid stuff. It needs people that are dedicated, excited, enthusiastic, Look, do you. I'm not going to tell you not to make a cute video if you're excited about your aquarium and not to make a funny joke or whatever. That's cool. But don't use that in place of good, solid information based on your experience. Don't rely on the other guy to turn out the, the hard stuff, the difficult things. You're learning. You're experiencing. You have some of this knowledge. You, need to, you have the responsibility to pass it on to others. That's how our tribe, our culture grows. Reach people by teaching people everything, not just by sugarcoating a few select topics that make a good video short, and then full stop. So if I'm a bit wound up at this time, uh, or at times anyway, about this stuff, it's really because I care about it so much, and I do care about you and your enjoyment of this amazing hobby. We've done so much together to make this a big, exciting thing, and we're gonna keep doing that together. Stay curious, stay educated, stay inspired, stay gracious, stay creative, stay smart, and always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Bellman from Tin and Aquatics. Thanks for spending part of your day with me. I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tint.